Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Welcome to the NBA Daily Ding on the Athletic NBA Show. Ding, ding. How about we can just watch basketball? I like that idea. Welcome to the Daily Ding. Happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day to everybody. I'm your host, Andrew Schleck. Go to theathletic.com slash NBA show and get The Athletic for $1 a month for six months. With me, as always, on Mondays, it's my good friend, Mark Schindler. Mark, so much basketball today. A lot of good basketball, in fact. Yeah, a lot of basketball today. It felt like every game was close. All the games were stacked like right on top of one another, except for our, our opener and closer. Um, it, it felt like I was just kind of being force-fed uh, clutch time <laughs> basketball. And you know what? I, I, I'm okay with that. Some weird <laughs> games today, though. Yeah, some unusual games. Uh, we're going to start in Charlotte, where the Celtics and Hornets played the MLK matinee game. Jason Tatum put on a show, man. 51 points for Tatum. And he let us know why he went for 50 inside of a minute. Uh, it was a call from Jamal Crawford after his 49-point game in Miami. Tatum said this after the game about Jamal. Jamal texts me after that game, and he's like, if you ever get that close to 50, nobody's going to remember the time and score. They're just going to report if you got 50 or not. He said, and that's what was going through my mind. Jamal telling me that if you're that close, if you're that close to 50, go get it. And Tatum went and got it. That's his seventh 50-point game of his career. Uh, Tatum was just unbelievable again. It's crazy, too, because it feels like almost all of them have come this season. Um, yeah. He's been unreal as a score, as you mentioned, 51, 9, and 5, but 65% shooting from the floor. Um, I think that was kind of the uh, the epitome of what this game was, especially down the stretch. Like It, it looked earlier in the game like the Celtics were going to blow this one open, but um, LaMelo Ball... And uh, I mean, even just look at, looking at Lamelo's box score, you're like, eh, did he really play like that well? Shoot that well? He didn't shoot great, but um, he hit some big threes, especially down the stretch as they stayed in the game. And the way that he opened things up with his driving was huge. Got them out in transition. I thought the Celtics' defense really struggled in transition tonight. And Jalen McDaniel's, I believe it was a career high tonight with 26. Yeah. Um, He's having a nice little season. Five of seven from deep tonight. It felt like every shot he hit was just kind of like one of those ones where it's like the Celtics knew that they weren't playing as well as they needed to defensively. And every time Jalen made a shot, you just see them sag their shoulders a little, a little bit. And I did the same because I, yeah. I was expecting a little more defensively. But this, this, this was a fun game, man. Yeah, it was a fun game up and down the court. It's, it's funny. You look at the box score and LaMelo and Jason Tatum had the same number of shots. It's just that Tatum had twice the number of points at the end of the day, which is just Not wild. Some of, that's, some of that's from the free throw line. 14 of 14 for Tatum. And he just, I, I just love watching him play because he just scores in a variety of ways. And the, like, the passing, he, the passing tonight too. Oh, or I guess today sure. because it was a 1 p.m. tip. Yeah, his, I mean, it's been like that all year, but he had like a behind the head 
whip to the corner. That was just – he's been a joy to watch this season, man. Yeah, he continues to evolve and just become better. And it's like he's still got a ways to go. Like He's still going to get better. Like this isn't this isn't peak Tatum yet, and he just scores 50 with these. It's pretty wild. Let's move over to MSG where the Raptors just scratch and claw their way to this 123-121 overtime win against the Knicks. Fran Van Vliet with 33-5-8. Scotty Barnes with 26-7-4. Siakam 28-9. It was a wild ending to get this game to overtime. So Scotty Barnes, late in this game, hits two free throws and then draws an offensive foul on the other end of the court. And the Raptors are up one at this point. So Barnes gets put back to the free throw line. He hits one, puts the wraps up two. Misses the second one. There's only six seconds left in the game. And R.J. Barrett, who played, he had a phenomenal game. I think it it might get lost, like how great he was today. But he grabs the ball off the rim, pushes up the court, and in six seconds just dunks the ball on Scotty and sends this game to overtime. It felt like it could have been like a storybook ending for the Knicks to get them to overtime and win it. But, uh, you know, credit to the Raptors. They had some some nice shot making early on in overtime that kind of buoyed them to this win yeah it was really interesting watching this game because the the Raptors have been a little bit of a mess defensively this year compared to what I think we're used to seeing from them or or hope to see from them or what the idea of what their versatility or, or I should just say their their wing personnel can give and for a team that can really struggle to create without driving kicks or um, drawing to the ball with post-ups, I thought this was a perfect matchup for the Raptors. Um, they did a really good job stifling Jalen Brunson. Obviously, he was really good in the fourth quarter. Um, yeah. But, I mean, he finished 11-29 tonight. Didn't really get to the line much. I thought, honestly, RJ – I mean, exactly like you mentioned, like RJ was really good. Julius honestly had a pretty good game too, especially the way that he was passing. Like, again, the shot does not look pretty with, with how that finished up. But um, – when you look at what the Raptors did, as much as Scotty getting dusted on that final position was wild to watch, um, he really set the table for them in, in overtime with what he did, uh, creating out of the mid post uh, that dart he had to OG Ananobi. I think off the second or third possession um, in overtime was huge, and OG hit two big threes in overtime after I think he had one one basket made in in, in regulation. So that yeah, was huge right. from them. Uh, the Knicks just really didn't have an answer for how much size. The, the the Raptors had across the board. I thought Mitch Robb's defense was really good, but at the same time, they were asking him to cover back line um, against often, you know, two two bigs who were, who were driving or making things happen. So it was a it was just asking a lot out of what the defense needed tonight. Yeah, it's a lot for Randall and Mitchell Robinson to carry because I I mean Jalen Brunson's great, probably deserves to be an All Star this year. I feel like he's been phenomenal, but there are, there are limitations when you have such a small backcourt. And you're right, the Raptors are the exact kind of team to take advantage of that with their size and length. Uh, big, like much needed win for the Raptors, who still sit yeah. four games below 500 and are on the outside looking in on the play-in. So it, it's an interesting time to be a Raptors observer because they're going to have to pick a direction the rest of the way. And, it, and that may not mean they're going to trade away major pieces, but it might mean that they start sitting guys sooner than later if they don't get it together. Yeah, take it from CJ McCollum on his own podcast. Uh, <laughs> something's going to happen. So <laughs> people were not happy about that, even though, you know, that's, that's been long reported. But uh, yeah, that was uh, uh, that was hilarious. 
That was, yeah. For for more on the Raptors, Eric Kareen is going to be on tampering. So stay tuned for tampering, and you can listen to Eric Kareen's takes on all things Raptors. Let's head to the nation's capital where the Warriors take down the Wizards 127 to 118. Just an absolute offensive explosion for the Warriors. It, they looked they looked tired. They looked disengaged at times. There were times where you just thought, okay, like this is over. Like this game is over and it was going to be in favor of the Wizards. And then it just felt like something just snapped with with the Warriors, and it was Draymond Green woke up, and Steph Curry woke up, and they it just felt like, okay, now we're going to end this. Like, now the game is over. Sorry. Like, we're going to take over. And again, I'm going to throw it a tampering for this one, because our guy Anthony Slater was there at the game, and he's going to tell us exactly what woke up the Warriors, exactly what woke Draymond up and fired him up, so stay tuned for that. The Cavs beat the Pelicans 113 to 103. Darius Garland. Sheesh. Mark, just t- just talk. Just talk about Darius Garland. I just want to hear words about Darius Garland. Uh Darius was awesome tonight. And this was just a really uh exciting game from the Cavs for me. Obviously, Pell's shorthanded, like worth noting that. BI, uh, Zion both out. Like that you 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 gotta take that. But this has been, yeah. I mean, this we have seen what this Pell's team can do, even when they're not full strength. They've been really good. Um they gave Cleveland a lot of problems early with how much length they had on the court, with how active they were defensively, and how physical they were too. Like I think this Cavs team, as much as they have, uh, I mean, two seven footers who are both incredibly talented players and, and very good defenders, um, they can struggle with teams that are very physical, especially on the wings. Um, and you, you know, it felt like they were just kind of in a hole early with. Um, with how, with that physicality, Jonas Valanciunas got cooking early. Uh, CJ McCollum was looking really good. They were just getting a ton going out of their wing play too, with how much bigger they were at the three. Um, and then exactly like you mentioned, like Darius Garland just turned it on tonight. Uh, he really got things going out of the pick and roll, which opened up stuff on with, with, I mean, the Pels like to play closer to the level of the screen with their big. So you open up a lot of stuff in the dunker spot, or if somebody, you know, roams over from a uh, short corner, um, there's stuff that opens up and they needed it too with how much they were struggling to get going. Donovan Mitchell ended up leaving this game uh, with an injury. So Darius was huge in, in his ability to just drive, create, get to his own shot. Um, finishing with 36 and 11 tonight. Uh, it feels like one of their backcourt guys just explodes each night. And I yeah. mean, it's, it's been awesome seeing Ricky Rubio back as well. Um, yep. He's been bringing some nice little minutes and you, you, you you keep you know hoping that there's maybe like one or two things are going to happen with this Cavs team, but then they go out and get wins like this, and you feel pretty good about them. Yeah, I I love Garland's ability. It just feels like he can just stop on a dime, whether that's in the yeah. mid range or for his three point shot. Uh, he can create off the dribble. He can create in just a lot of different ways, and that was on display in the fourth quarter. He had some big time shots to ice this game. He hit that three to ice it. I think it was. It, and it looked like it just kind of barely went in there within a minute. Yeah. Um, and that was kind of the game. And, you know, credit to Garland, man. I've, I have so much fun watching that guy just continue to evolve. I feel like he's he's gone a little under the radar for the Cavs this year, just with the fact that Mitchell and everybody wants to talk about Evan Mobley and even Jared Allen. But, you know, Garland deserves a lot of shine as well. Definitely. And you hit on a really interesting thing, too, because, like, I think there's often this perception of, like, oh, Darius is, like, this super fast guy. And I think – 
he is fast, but exactly like you mentioned, it's the change of direction stuff. Like his mm-hmm. ability to decelerate as quickly as he does, to change direction so fluidly, like there just aren't guys who can do that to the level that he does. Um, he's he's a blast to watch. I love this guy's team. Yeah. Yeah, he he's super fun. He caught Jackson Hayes. Poor Jackson Hayes. This is a rough caught. game for Jackson Hayes. <laughs> Evan Mobley one? just about ended his uh ended his game uh pretty yeah. early on in this one and he did not end up seeing time much after that. Yeah. Looking for an assist with your credit card but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24/7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Did you know that even if you have a 401k for retirement, you can still have an IRA? Robinhood has the only IRA that gives you a 3% boost on every dollar you contribute when you subscribe to Robinhood Gold. But get this, now through April 30th, Robinhood is even boosting every single dollar you transfer in from another retirement account with a 3% match. That's right, no cap on the 3% match. Robinhood Gold gets you the most for your retirement thanks to their IRA with a 3% match. This offer is good through April 30th. Get started at Robinhood.com slash boost. Subscription fees apply. And now for some legal info. Claim as of Q1 2024 validated by Radius Global Market Research. Investing involves risk including loss. Limitations apply to IRAs and 401ks. 3% match requires Robinhood Gold for one year from the date of first 3% match. Must keep Robinhood IRA for five years. The 3% matching on transfers is subject to special terms and conditions. Robinhood IRA available to U.S. customers in good standing. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC is a registered broker. Broker dealer. Moving on to Minnesota, where the Jazz storm back after being down double digits to win this one, 126-125. Walker Kessler with a big boy line, 20 points, 21 boards, four assists, two blocks. Unbelievable. Uh, the Wolves had a chance to win this one as Anthony Edwards dishes to Jaden McDaniels for a wide open corner three. He just missed the shot. Great process. Like, I actually really like the shot because McDaniels is like a really good corner three-point shooter. I think he's about 39% from the corners this season, but just ended up missing that one. Drew Holiday leads the Bucks over the Pacers, 132-119. to Drew with 35-4-11. The Pacers were led by Miles Turner, who poured in 30 points, 8 boards, and 4 blocks. Mark, what did you see from this one? Uh... Saying that I'm worried about the Bucks is probably a little too far, especially, I mean, you know, they won this game, but the Pacers without Tyrese Halliburton uh, yeah. just gave them an absolute run for their money. Uh, I mean, what did they score? I think I'm trying to make sure that I have the number right. Yeah, they scored 76 points in the first half. Part of that was hot shooting. Part of it's why they were getting hot shooting. Like, they were dominant in transition, getting the ball down the court, and like noted, the, the Bucs scored 65 for first half points, too. It's not like they didn't do anything, but the defense was like, man, that was concerning to watch. The biggest storyline, though, is like Drew Holiday was awesome. Like this was mm-hmm. a stellar Drew Holiday game. Uh, I think that we just talked about this last week, you know, how he can go from having the worst game of his last couple of weeks to just absolutely going unconscious in the fourth quarter. 
And this was like one of you you got just a completely steady Drew Holiday game throughout. And if they don't have him tonight, like they're not even close. Like I I don't think that this defense was like, you know, anything to do with anything that Brooke Lopez did wrong. I just thought their perimeter defense was pretty poor. Um, The Pacers swung the ball extremely quickly. They, I mean, they did their thing where they play, um, you know, transition in the half court, essentially miles Turner was, it felt like he was just stepping into and making everything. But if I went back and hand tracked, I think the majority of his, at least half of his uh, makes came in transition um, or getting something out of early offense. Um, And TJ McConnell, man, like how did I not even lead with TJ McConnell? He had 25 (laughs) points at halftime. And that's like incredibly indicative. Like again, almost all of his buckets are above the break threes. He hit four threes, four for four in the first half. Which what? Uh, he'd never hit four threes in a game before, um, and just I mean, again, being extremely quick, first one down the court and getting getting easy layups. Like he was twenty five. I mean, twenty nine and nine tonight. Uh, wild yeah. to see the the Pacers, you know, kind of come out the way that they did. Obviously, they've been capable this whole year, but it was a very odd game. Yeah, these odd games tend to happen when stars that are like kind of the engine of the offense sit out. Yeah. And and you know, you had Giannis sitting out too. So it was it was even like a weirder vibe to this game because it felt like the Bucks were already like they didn't have their guy and they still looked across and were like, Oh yeah, they underestimated what the Pacers would bring. And this happens a ton across the league. And that's what happens. I mean, these are pros. Guys will step up, like teams will step up. And and lucky for the Bucks they did have Drew to Drew to deliver this win for them. The Grizzlies pummel the Suns, 136-106. to No Chris Paul, no Booker for the Suns, and the Grizzlies took advantage. Bain and Jock combined for 57, and then they blew the doors off the Suns, outscoring them 68-41 to in the second half. And the last game that we're going to cover today, the Hawks soar back to 500 after beating the Heat 121-113. to Trey and DeJounte lead the Hawks. Trey with 24-3-8, and, and DeJounte with 28 four and seven that's going to do it for today's show tampering is up next mark send us out ding ding y'all looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events we've got the spot our partner StubHub has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years providing a 100% guarantee with every order From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.